This is Beyond the News with host Dr. Larry Ward, produced and edited by the Lotus Institute. I'm delighted you are here. It has long been understood by many before me and you that self-knowledge is foundational to a wise, happy, and productive and harmonious social life. We turn our attention again to feeling tones. Those tones are pleasant, unpleasant, and neutral. The question often comes up, where are emotions in this? And the answer is everywhere. Feeling tones are a direct experience, a gut feeling, if you will, an immediate, unthought-out response to what activates our senses. It can be what we see, it can be what we hear. Primarily what we see and what we hear for humans is the dominant activators for us. One core of mindfulness practice is skillful attention. To be open to learning about our body-mind systems and how they work and how they can impact our presence and life in society. Today I want to talk to you briefly about the implications, the social implications of our response to our feeling tones. It is not the tones themselves that are our difficulty. It is how we respond to the pleasant tone, how we respond to the unpleasant tone, and how we respond to the neutral or indeterminate tone through our daily experience. We move toward what is pleasant to us, naturally so. We move away from what is unpleasant to us, naturally so. And we find ourselves often somewhere in between. But when we develop habitual reactions to the experience of these tones, we begin to weave a complex that takes its shape in our unconscious mind and body. It drives our ego, definitions of ourselves, and our responses to life. The pleasant tone can trap us in a constant and unquenchable desire, activating the mind of greed. Our planet today is suffering from the quest of extreme pleasantness of power, wealth, stuff, and fame. This complex produces an unbridled thirst for even more. There's never enough, whether it's needed or not. Indicated by our addictive refusal to face consumerism's impact on our precious planet, or those still trying to build little kingdoms of power and conquer others in the vastness of our cosmos. They too are caught in a never-ending cycle of confusion of this feeling tone. The unpleasant tone stimulates distaste for our life experience. We flee from, we suppress, or we destroy what comes up, which we think is outside of us, but is actually within ourselves.
We project this feeling outward onto others. We can see it all over the planet, all over the world today. We are projecting our, our anger, our fear, our discomfort onto our family, our friends, our neighbors, and strangers. We create patterns of avoidance, and these patterns can, over time, build a nest of a mind of controllable hatred as the energy which now feeds our definition of ourselves and feeds our understanding of who and what we are. This force, this energy of hatred, can permeate our self-ego and collective ego. All forms of apartheid are born of unskillful responses to this feeling tone. The neutral tone can be mistaken for peacefulness or coolness, but it is a slippery slope into the complex of indifference a dangerous willingness to be disengaged from life, consumed by the energy of hiding, see no evil, speak no evil, hear no evil, but there is evil in society and in ourselves, not as a separate self, but as a energy of action. This state can also be described as the one of the casual witness who watches and observes the suffering and tragedy of the world without getting engaged in any solution to it. How many lives have been lost due to the casual witness, due to indifference, refusing to speak to injustice before our very eyes and assuming this disengagement is somehow safety. The practice here with all three tones so that we don't get caught in them, defined by them, is the practice of non-reification. Now, reification is the act of treating something that is abstract, like an idea, an ideology, <laughs> a system, a quality as if it were a concrete thing. Take the word home as if it were just a roof over one's head instead of the center of living relationships. This turns into the reification of homelessness. I, 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 I ponder our casualness with our homeless situation. We have different names for it so we don't recognize it. Some of it we call people who are immigrating. Some of it we call people displaced by war. Some of it we call many words. But this is homelessness as a lived experience, not as an idea alone. And this homelessness we experience, we are part of it. This is what we begin to understand. We can non-reify our experience. Be open to recognize the movements of your body and mind in the directions of pleasantness, unpleasantness, and neutrality. 
Again, they are all natural, normal experiences of being human. What we're talking about here is our relationship to our experience of being human. So that we do not get caught in the bait of desire or angrily run away from reality or attack others or to calmly pretend we don't notice or to be so consumed with self-aggrandizement the world passes us by and our precious life is not really understood. Understanding these tones like clouds, they come, they go, don't chase, don't cling, and when we don't, there is no complex to be undone. Thank you again for your kind attention, your inquisitiveness, and your journey into self-knowledge. This episode was made possible by the generous support from the Himera Foundation and the Frederick P. Lenz Foundation. If you would like to support this podcast and other programs at the Lotus Institute, please visit our website at www.thelotusinstitute.org slash donate. Thanks for listening.